Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson in our fifth and final episode in the meal management series. And as I mentioned last time, we're going to glue it all together now with, with snacks and with different layers of flexibility that you might need. And this was an interesting topic in our Flexible Dieting Institute live support chat this week, Adam, in that I described when I have been in a calorie deficit that was pretty aggressive as a competitive bodybuilder, I would often experiment with different things. And because they were a little too sweet or I was in too much of a calorie deficit, it would kind of backfire. So, you know, people who can say, well, I'm going to have a rice cake with a little peanut butter. And then all of a sudden it's like half a jar of peanut butter. And I've even done things where I would say, well, I'm going to have a protein bar. That's going to be my afternoon snack. And then all of a sudden, if you're hungry enough, you could even binge on protein bars. So all of a sudden you're eating five or six protein bars. So when you view snacks where you don't necessarily need that entire whole food set of macronutrients, are there things you ask your clients to stay away from or to lean toward? Lean toward something that's going to sustain hunger. So that's definitely key. We, we sometimes look at things as good or bad. And uh, I, I think that if you have a carb only meal, you have a chance of just getting that glucose spike and then crashing right away. So I think that with a snack, it should be somewhat complete, like a maybe just a protein. Just a protein is a great way to go. Um, that's always the protein marketing as well as a, a healthy snack. And, uh, you know, typically proteins lower in calories than something with a bunch of fat in it. So you know, with that in consideration, it can be used. But I find my hunger sustained better with a protein and a carb, um, very, very minimal fats if I can help it. So uh, a good snack for me might be beef jerky and uh, I might grab like a bagel or something like that. And that's, I might only eat half the bagel because bagels have quite a big carbs in them, but that can be a snack I can bag up and save for later as well. And usually the beef jerky um, sustains very well. You know, if you don't eat the whole bag and you just see a serving, that's a great midday snack and something that you can usually buy at any gas station. It's quick and easy to pick up. I know it's very standard for competitors to just have, you know, sometimes just six or seven of the exact same meals. So it's just like, you know, hey, I made up my turkey, chicken, fish, whatever, rice, vegetables, all the macros are labeled. And it is quite literally just eating the same thing every meal. And they like that because of the simplicity, the consistency, they know how they feel. And I think it all goes back to what you described as just satiety, you know, sustaining that, that hunger-free zone that you can live in. Other people need a little bit more variety or they can't do that with their schedule. So I have typically tried to alternate whole food meals when dieting with uh, like protein shakes. So sometimes it's just a scoop of protein powder and water just to slam mm -hmm. down between, you know, phone calls or client sessions. And sometimes it's, you know, something a little bit more entailed, but, you know, to me that kept me a little bit lighter in on my toes. And, and even now I tend to view my, my in between whole food meals as smaller windows for snacks. So that's where it may be just a granola bar or just a, a tiny little, you know, piece of fruit or something like that. But it, it, again, I mean, we've said this before, but it really does come down to experimentation and knowing yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. Also, we should maybe touch on emergency snacks, just having something on hand where glucose levels really drop when you're in prep and you're really hungry. So, you know, communicating that with your coach is huge, letting them know you're having these crashes. And I'm not talking just a low blood sugar, lower blood sugar, um, you know, where you're maybe between 70 and 99. We're talking, you're getting shaky, dizzy. So you're probably below that 70. At that time, I don't even want someone to test. I just want them to eat something and feel better. And then we can auto-regulate that from there. You know, another really good just differential is that of course, you want to prevent that because you've got such high quality meals and your meal timing is is fine, but also to be patient because when your blood when it surely is low blood sugar, you're you're just kind of tanking. You know, maybe you're starting to feel hypoglycemic. A little goes a long way. So it may be that just two little pretzels or two little gummy bear things, like you know, they, they have those Mott's and Del Monte little packets of gummy bears now that are, are real fruit juice, that kind of thing. You know, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, this is a crisis and you you head, you know, into the, the pantry and, and mow down 2000 calories. I mean, it, it really does help if you can rebalance that blood sugar level very slowly and incrementally anyway. Yeah, absolutely. But but to your point, you know, have those options ready, you know, have a, a protein bar or granola bar stashed in your, um, you know, bag or briefcase, whatever whatever you need. But uh, Adam, thanks so much. This, I think, was a, a very practical type of series. I wanted it to be something different than we've done before in that we're giving exact examples of some of the things that we use ourselves and specifically ask our clients. So well done there. And uh, I will see you next time to record another series. And we'll see you guys in Contest Prep University.